Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! everybody out there thank you for checking out the uncle puckers new jersey devil podcast chris dan bob and tony what's up boys happy memorial day everybody what's up guys memorial a great day. weekend yeah big holiday weekend hey, start of the summer the other one born in east la born in east yeah. la was Chichin chong which yeah. uh, do you yeah, guys like bruce LA. springsteen i've never been a big bruce fan and as i get older i appreciate it more because i think i understand that you know it's a lot of it's about life sucking when you get older yeah, that's pretty much all of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just never, I just never been a big fan. I feel kind of sacrilege about it because it's like you're from Jersey. I think you have to like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, but I, I think I, I appreciate him. Guy. Yeah, I, I mean, like no. in my mind, but I don't really dig the music. I keep saying I want to get to the show before it's too late, but. Uh... Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about his live shows, and it's also like that, uh, like Dan just said, like uh, there's so much Bruce out there, and I remember one day I was like, you know what, I'm just going to listen to Bruce, I'm, I'm going to put him on, I'm going to try to, and I, I just, I didn't like it, I tried like two or three albums I even got through, and I was like, I just, you know, not for yeah. me. I, I think uh, some of the lyrics are pretty interesting, you know, it's kind of, and it does tell a story about New Jersey, but it's something about me and that music didn't connect, I don't know what it is. Maybe because you're not from Jersey. Maybe that's why. Me? Oh, no. Definitely. I'm from East L.A., actually, so that's why. That's it. So the big Memorial Day uh, happenings going on in Lithuania today, (laughs) Tom. Yeah, what's it like? What's Memorial Day like in Lithuania? Yeah, no, 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 you know, but it's it's nice, like, you know, we're doing this show early. Why do they hate America? Why do they here until 11 o'clock at night this time of year? Oh, wow. That's crazy. So you got sunshine until 11 11 p.m., huh? Yeah, until 11 o'clock. You know, I mean, it looks bright as hell out your window, and, and it must be what time there? Like, what, uh, it's 9? 9, nine yeah, nine. I mean, we flirt with that, but not until 11 around here. That's pretty cool. Well, we, had, we had a holiday. It was uh, our town's birthday. It's 615 years old, I think it was. Our, our uh, town, we went to something this weekend. It's pretty cool, you know. By, by, we have all these old castles down in the old town area. And shit, right. When are they going to clean that up and get something new in there, you know? Like maybe build a Costco or like, something? So they took the cobblestones on the streets because we actually have those old cobblestone streets. They took them and leveled them out to like – they still kept oh. the stones, but they made them all flat now because it was a bitch to walk on those. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to worry about that. You know, we, we don't have anything older than a couple hundred years old really here. You know? That's true. That's true. So um, not a big Memorial Day thing going on in Lithuania is what you're saying, Tony. No, no, no. They don't like America, I guess. I don't know why. I would have thought everybody would celebrate our Memorial Day. You know, but. Memorial Day is cool. What is your guys' least favorite holiday? I mean, I would, oh, <sighs> least least favorite holiday. Well, are we counting like Memorial Day, Labor Day? No, we're counting I, those as holidays. Or I'm thinking like Easter, Thanksgiving. The big ones. It would yeah. probably be for me Easter. Yeah, it's yeah. Would would probably be the the biggest 
blah. Like the one That's I the just one. don't care about. Grandma what? used to always give me crap because I'd be going to a Devils game. She's like, "Go to a game on Easter again? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. gotta go." Yep. And, I had an idea how to make Easter more fun this year, but uh, ultimately, wife shot it down. The kids have, you know, they, they're older now, so they have a sizable amount of money saved. And you know, I was thinking back to when, it, when we used to like, you know, put change in the in the uh, eggs and have them hunt for the eggs, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the plastic eggs. But I think it'd be more fun and more interesting if we put all their money in random eggs, like hundreds and hundreds of dollars between the four <laughs> kids. And, you know, threw a couple of weapons out there and just like, you know, go for it, guys. It's Easter. And Let just get us. Yeah. Who, whoever gets the most money wins, you know. I'll never forget. Real American me. Easter. My daughter was maybe a year old, a uh, year and a half old, just started walking. And we went to an Easter egg hunt. Um, so there's, and there's a gazillion freaking kids. So I grab her and, you know, she at that age too, like she was, you know, there were kids that were bigger than her. They had it like from ages one to four. So, you know, she's going to get bowled over, you know, all these little bigger kids are just going to run them over and go for the eggs. So I told her and I knew she was a little bit like nervous about it. There were a lot of kids. So I pull her aside. I'm like, listen, as soon as they let you go, you run way far in the back. I'm like, you just run to the end and just start (laughs) collecting eggs. And they do it, and all the kids go, and they just start picking up the first ones they see. And there's her. She's chugging along into the back. She had her whole basket. Strategy. In about three minutes. I'm I like, love it. Go. I'm I thought you home. were going to tell us that you, it was going to be like uh, a Mad Max with her on your shoulders and you just crushing children. Like a master, a you know, what was that, uh, mastermind or whatever they called that character. You know, the little guy sat on a big guy's shoulders. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, Master Blaster. Master Blaster, that was yes. it. Yeah. Two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah. Two men enter, one man leaves. And a little, oh, like, you know, 18-month-old on top of your head controlling you as you smash children. That would have been awesome. I, uh, I I actually walked out of that movie in the movie theaters, Beyond Thunderdome. Wow. It was yeah. bad. It I was did that bad. in my house. Yeah. I've never been a big Mad Max fan. I liked Fury Road, um, but, but I didn't like any of the Mel Gibson ones. I've only seen so. clips, to be honest with you. I've seen, like, half of the original couple clips here and there. Never got into the Mad Max thing. Is that yeah, the movie? Did, which one's the one that Tina Turner did the song for? That was Thunderdome, second one. Yep. Yeah, Beyond Thunderdome. R.I.P. Double T. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. She's private dancing her way into heaven right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dance, private dancing for the angels. I mean, is you I feel alive? like whenever you turn on the TV now or the anything, it's like everyone we know is that we watch as a kid is dead. <laughs> yeah, more and more every day it seems. Yeah. Is Ike Turner still alive? Oh, I don't know. I I don't think so. You think they have to be separated in heaven? Probably. She's yeah. probably got a restraining order that goes into the afterlife right. at this point. She's probably yeah. like, God, look, this guy is no good. What's he doing up here? And God's just like, made some good music. Got to let him go. You know, just right. here. Keep the guard guy. up. That's it, T. Just keep the right. guard up. In heaven, it. it doesn't hurt anymore. That's true. Stick mm. and move. It was a pleasure working with you guys. Except for Keith Richards, of course. You know, he's domestic violence jokes don't go very over very well. Oh, sure. We'll All see right. how many people are listening. Fair enough. It's one way so, to find out. Uh, Bobby, you had something that you wanted to bring up, uh, which kind of sounds fun. So take yeah, it away. It sounds kind of fun. So apparently, some guy claims that he asked an AI to rename all the current NHL teams. From what I'm guessing, he had to probably put in their actual name and their logos based on some of these outcomes. Or it's just a bunch of shit and he made these up. Either way, thought it'd be fun to go through. Um, I'll just read them out. There shouldn't be any you couldn't figure out. Okay. The, 
when I go. Okay, so you're going to tell us what the AI names were, and we're going to try right. and guess what the what their name really is. I didn't okay. read the whole list yet, so I don't think there's any surprises. I did see a couple of really lame ones. That's going to be fun. Then maybe at the end we'll just figure out our favorite and our least favorite. Yeah. So the last thing so it's in order that it's on here. The first is the Mighty Pucks. Wow. Okay. The Mighty Fucks. <laughs> I mean, uh, that AI is barely trying. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, this was this was team one. Let's give it a chance, right? I All will right. change one letter. Yeah, that one was bad, right? Agreed. And add so, Mighty back into it. Yeah. We got rid of Mighty. Why are we putting Mighty back in? <laughs> my, my, uh, With retro colors. My favorite that I have seen so far is a team that I hate very much, so um, that, that'll work out. So the next one is the Desert Howlers. Really? The Coyotes oh. are the Desert yeah. Howlers. That's right. I don't know about the Howlers. The Beantown right. Brawlers. You know, it's not bad. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, all right. I'll go with works, the Beat right? Town Brawlers. Charging Buffalades. <laughs> yes. Would you say Buffalites? No, it is Lowe's. It is Buffaloes. Okay, it looked like it was misspelled there. Charging That's Buffaloes. The, the Sabres? Yes. Are the Charging Buffaloes? The Charging Buffaloes are not. Yes, We're in alphabetical order, aren't we? Yes. Okay. Yes. And none of these names even make sense because why are they the Buffalo Sabres? Does anybody know the history there? I mean, That's... it's New York. How long were Buffalo in New York State? You know, like, I don't know if they were ever oh, there. It's Buffalo the city. <laughs> yeah. How did that right. get its name? I don't oh, understand. How did they how... name Buffalo Buffalo? Yeah. Oh, right. I don't know. I, I, that I don't know. I thought you meant, like, the Sabres. Okay. Well, how did the Sabres That too. The name? Sabres is another, probably a cavalry thing. That looks like a U.S. cavalry saber on their logo. Yes, it does. So, Buffalo, New York took its name from Buffalo Creek, now called the Buffalo River, but we want to know who called that first Buffalo. So I guess there's a creek or river now that was called the Buffalo River, and then uh, in a, it first appeared on a map drawn by Lieutenant George Demler, who was stationed at Fort Niagara at the time, and then they named the town after the town was formed, Buffalo. See, I think this guy was like a pioneer dumbass who's kind of lazy. He's like, I've been walking for days. I must be out west where I've heard of Buffalo. And he only made it to, like, western New York. Like, that's how lazy this guy was leaving from New York City. He made it to Buffalo, New York, and said, that's it. A confusing name is the Nashville Predators, huh? I don't know about that one. I don't like that one. It, it yeah, reminds me too uh, much of to catch a predator kind of predator, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> the right daylight predators. On. All right, so uh, now we're still on. Are we moving to yeah, Calgary fire people? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm gonna. Um, first of all, we do know it's in alphabetical order, but I'm going to drop the town and throw it a little bit out of order for you guys. Just see I, like a little more. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Since we already touched on Calgary, they're actually the blazing infernos. Oh, they almost were the awesome. I thought you were going to say Blazing Saddles. That would be great. <laughs> blazing Infernos? I don't like it. That's no. it. Um, it's a this bit wordy. They're also <laughs> treading out of our territory. Inferno, Hell, Devils. Like, don't mess with... Yeah. They don't get Inferno. Sorry. Uh, this one I'll just throw out there because any hockey fan already knows it, and it's already a nickname, Le Habitants. Okay, yeah. That's the King the Canadians. Montreal, yeah. Okay, the Drillers. The Drillers? Hmm. Yeah, I think I got that one. The Oilers? Yeah. Yes. And this okay. is the Alberta Drillers. Okay. This one's a little tougher. Uh, the Strikers. Striker. 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 <laughs> Lone Star Strikers. Lone Star. The Stars? <laughs> yes. That makes no striker? sense. Yep. Dallas, you know... <laughs> Giant balls of gas. 
Yeah, seriously. The, that the sounds better. The strikers. The what? The what? The skirmishers. The skirmishers. Yeah, somebody. The skirmishers. Uh, <laughs> hang on, let's try and figure this yeah, one out. AI is broken. The skirmishers. The fighting, the fighters. I, uh, what, I mean, a skirmish is a wild? fight. Uh, wild? Yeah, that's a good guess. I don't know. I don't know. The skirmishers. Skirmishers. Oh, boy. A high price free agent went there claiming he goes to win hockey oh, games. Jackets. How's the Blue Jackets the skirmishers? I do not know. I guess term. they were like, again, Civil War, like unionists or something like that. I guess. Uh, okay. I don't even know what the Blue Jackets name is either. There was a story, and I don't even know. Right now, I am after this, I'm not buying into this AI is going to be the end of mankind shit because this really sucks. I don't know what fucking AI is doing this, but I don't feel threatened at all is all I'm saying. The Storm Chasers. The Storm Chasers. The Wild? Hurricanes? Hurricanes. Okay. I'm like, the Tornadoes? I'm a fucking idiot. Tough one. Not many clues on this one. Warriors. Come out and play. Golden movie. State. <laughs> Windy Warriors. City Warriors. Oh, Blackhawks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. The Bears? <clears throat> you know what? If the Chicago has to change its name at some point, you know, like a lot of teams are doing, the Warriors, they could do a lot worse. Then, yeah, you know, why not? I mean, kid. I know basketball has that, but we have a couple teams like that across sports. Kids elementary school is, was, was the Warriors, and you know what their logo was? The Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. The logo is the problem, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so go ahead. Mountain Rollers. Mountain oh, Rollers? Yeah, the Tony? Yeah, Rocky Mountain Rollers is the full name there. Next one's just too easy. I gotta give it Sounds to like you. Sounds like a roller Denver derby. City Wheelers. Oh, the, okay. Detroit. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I kind of like the Wheelers more than the Red Wings. Yeah. Uh, the Prowlers. Predators? Predators. No. Prowlers. Sunshine Prowlers. Yeah, it must be the Panthers. Florida? Panthers. Yes. Okay. Right, yeah, the say I stinks. Yeah. Yeah. Mono. There's not many of that I would choose over the original. The Kings. Yeah, LA Kings. Yeah. What was Monarchs it? Just the Hollywood the Monarchs. Monarchs. I actually, okay, I'm going to go that one. I like Monarchs over Kings. Okay. And we're getting through the Western Conference here. The Wanderers. Because uh, I'm the Wanderers. I'm the Wanderers. You go around. The Northwoods. Dion and the uh, Shondells. Oh, is that it? At Dion? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What was it? Wanderers? Kraken? Northwood Wanderers, yeah. Norwood. Ron- Northwood. Northwood Wanderers. Yes. It's not Seattle, huh? No. Northwood Wanderers. Because I was thinking Northwest. But... No, I'm lost. Minnesota. Oh, okay. Who is it? Minnesota. I do not see the Kraken on here, so now I'm questioning how even recent this is. So this is total bump. So we'll just walk through it there. Yeah, That's all right. That's all right. Okay, we make up our own I would call the... Wait, let's do the, our own for Kraken. What would you guys okay. call them? Um, I'm going to call them the Seattle Calamari. What do you What do you guys got? I kind of like that. I like that. The sea, the sea snakes. All right. All right. Um, Alaskan hair spider. Mm, Alaskan okay. hair spider. That's. I mean, it's closest go team we Seattle. got to Alaska. I'm going to go with Pacific Northwest sea monsters. Oh, okay. That's very literal. You're like well, an AI mind at that. I, I like want to be wordy. Let me stand corrected. Or just the conference. Or just the Pacific Northwest calamari. I like. I do like calamari. 
Yeah. I'd like to backtrack. Uh, again, these were in alphabetical order, so not by conference. We are not done with the conference. They do, in fact, have the Kraken here, and it turns oh. out that Chris is the smartest man on the show because it is the Sea Monsters. What? The Sea Monsters? <laughs> you, are, you are online with wow. computer AI. I always wow. thought you reminded me of an AI. You know, you're very logical. You're like the Dr. Spock of our show. I can't see that, but all right. No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, Shock. All right, let's go. The Maulers. The Maulers. Predators? Maul. Yes, the Music Predators. City Maulers. Which makes sense, actually, if you really think about Music it. Music City Maulers, they called it? That's yeah. a way better name than Natural Predators. I completely they win. agree. That AI wins on that one. Music I City agree. Maulers is a great fucking name. I like that. Music City Mowers. I gotta give you the whole one for this, I think. It's the gliders. Jesus. Stupid flyers, huh? Nope. No? But it's the Steel City gliders. Penguins? Yes. How are they the gliders? Because the penguins will glide along the ice on their bellies. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I just, I can't. (laughs) Penguins, gliders. Here's a couple of it's kind of really dumb. original AI. Steel City flightless black and white birds. <laughs> yeah, tuxedo chickens. I like that one. <laughs> tuxedo chickens. Okay, so the AI could not come up with anything better for the Flyers than to call them the Flyers. Can you guess wow. what they put their first name to be? This is the stupidest I can get. Sorry. Yeah. We must stop here at Flyers. I agree. Liberty City Flyers. Likewise. Liberty City there is nothing special mind. about the Rangers. All they did was change their first name. To the... Uh, well, no, they changed New York, you mean? To the yeah. Empire State Rangers or something? Easier. Uh, it's what? literal. The Manhattan Rangers. Oh, Jesus. That yeah, is this is really bad now. Okay. I don't like that. Uh, okay, I can't get... Still the Sharks. Um, Silicon Valley Sharks. I'm just going to run through that one. Hey, I just punted on a few of these. Like, no, yeah, not doing it. They really it. did. All right, first name instead of last name for this Western Conference team, Gateway. Drug. St. Louis. Gateway, Gateway oh, Bluers. Yeah. The, oh. what, what are they? The Gateway what? Bluers. Bluers? Instead of the Blues, they're the Bluers. <laughs> Gateway Blowjobs. The gay team? <laughs> the hell's going on? All right, how about... Um, Where are the Bluers? <laughs> what? The Thunderbolts. Tampa. Yep. Thunderbolts. Um, this one, I'll just, just give me the, the Great North Leafs. Okay, Maple Leafs? Really? Yeah. That's terrible. Just, some of these I just got to read again. So, uh, the Mariners. Uh, the Mariners? Islanders? Islanders, yeah. No, yeah, that would be coasts. the opposite of Islanders. <laughs> um, right? I mean, I said Islanders. <laughs> Great, no. Mariners go out. I've been drinking since noon. <laughs> Wait, what was it? it is, Pacific a... Coast Mariners. What team is that? It's Vancouver. Ah, uh, oh, okay. I don't All like right. it. No, that's bad. The hey, City man. Defenders. The what? Is that the capital? City Defenders. Capital City Defenders. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, that's better than the Capitals, I guess. Oh. Could be. Uh, Manitoba Jets. Sorry, I couldn't come up with any other way to do that one. Yes. The uh, Manitoba Winged Flying Cars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sun City Knights. Vegas. And let's see, I think Maybe we're all... Oh, here we go. The, uh, okay. The Parliament Hill Warriors. Parliament Hill Warriors? 
Yes. That's the second Warriors we had. This thing is very unoriginal. This is the Parliament Hill Warriors. AI sucks. What, uh-huh. Where's Parliament Hill? Like, does anyone know? Canada. Canada? Um, it, sound, it sounds uh, like Ottawa. Because yeah. that's where they're, the capital of the country. I'm not wrong. There is one left, and I think this name was discussed on this show before. It is the Hellraisers. The no. New Jersey Hellraisers? The New Jersey Or is it the Newark Hellraisers? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, just Jersey. Jersey oh. Hellraisers. I'll tell you what. That's maybe the best one there. I kind of like... But I, I just I think you should you got to put the new in front of it. But I do like Hellraiser's. Best. I mean, I'm not ready to make the change, but uh, I think we win not only the real life but the alternate universe where AI I has put their name. That one is now. There is one more I did miss. I'm sorry. It's the Tide Riders. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The Tide Riders. Who is the Tide Riders? Oh, that's the Islanders. Tide Islanders. Yeah. Must be the Isles. Yeah. That's but to uh, me, I mean, the Hellraiser's is the best, and the worst remains the Rangers. So. Yeah, exactly. The thing that I like, <laughs> I like about the and why I would keep it New Jersey Hellraisers is you could literally keep the same logo. Yeah, you know yeah. it works yeah. for Hellraisers. Yeah. So I like that. That was fun. I had a, uh, uh, I had a couple uh, articles, uh, but actually, first before we get an article, I just want to say something. You guys have been watching all the, the the rest of the games, right? You guys have mostly been watching them. Yes, can, at can least in we, part. Like, start a petition to maybe get PK Subban out of ESPN and to like maybe the TNT. Because have you had enough? I've had enough of those two tight ass bastards in Chris Chelios and Mark Messier. Just, I mean, yep. They, it like, looks so serious, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. I mean, really, they have such a freaking bug up their ass. Like, PK's doing his thing and being silly and being funny, and they're looking at him like he's balancing a Buick on his dick. They just, <laughs> they are so freaking miserable all the time. Nice. Uh, and I think you got, and Steve Levy's the fucking worst. Uh, did you see oh, the one yeah. where he was spinning around in his chair? Did you see that? <laughs> that had to have been. So they came back from intermission. It was a intermission of the um, the Dallas game, and Chelios and Mister Serious are sitting there, and PK's just sitting on his chair, spinning around like a little kid, and he's just yeah. like, "These chairs are awesome." And seriously, they were looking. They got so angry at him. Yeah, and the two of them are just like, you know, God forbid they fucking laugh or go with any kind of friggin' bit that he's doing. And nope. you know, I love PK on that show, but we got to get him out of there. The TNT crew is so much better. We got to get true. him out of there. So I just wanted to say that because I every, I can't watch them anymore. I literally cannot watch, and I'm not a huge fan of the TBS crew, but they are better than Chelios and Messi. Well, at least they're trying a little bit. We lost yeah. our broadcast. Yeah, what well, a bummer. Tell me, I didn't hear you. I was bummed when we lost our broadcast. And, you know, when they went to a certain after the yeah, first round, we, we had I to know. go to the other. Messier, he looks like this, e- like a, a, an eagle, like this, like the one from the Muppets. Remember the eagle? Yeah. Oh, drink that, sir. Yeah, that guy. I mean, you know, I don't. I'm not. I've never been a Messier fan, but yeah, that I, I, these other announcers, it's been rough, man. I mean, yeah, I, I just you could tell they hate PK. They, they, hate they resent the fact that he brings life to the show. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you know, maybe it's just a, the generational thing, or maybe they just you know don't like PK, but it, it really is crazy to watch like the guy's trying to have fun and they're just complete assholes the crew guys so, think about this year just aren't working in general for me what, what what was that bobby i said in general the crews just aren't working for me like i'm not getting the chemistry or like you just brought up it's like a pure hatred for pk who's a little too over the top i'm just 
it's not entertaining, nor is it overly informative. I just, I can, listen, it's not my team anymore, so I'm not even watching the intermissions, to be honest with you. No, just, same, you know, same here. I, 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 I don't care. I'll, like, keep it on and then start dicking around the house or whatever, yeah. you know, so I kind of hear it through the back. And, yeah, I, that, I, I was watching the overtime when they were, when PK was spinning on his chair. And, man, just the look on their face. Look it up if you can find it. Like, they just looked disgusted. Yeah. They just didn't want to fucking be there. And I'm sure PK thought the exact same thing. I mean, I get it. Somebody's got to be the street man, but they're all, like, fighting for it, you know? Like, and uh, they just, yeah, they, they look like nobody wants to go with anything he does. I, I agree with that. Well, I have an article here from our buddy Nick Bellano, um, mm. and I'm just curious, uh, you guys, give me your agree or disagree. He writes in this article, three devastating decisions New Jersey Devils must avoid this offseason. Avoid? Okay. Okay. Avoid. You must avoid by all, <laughs> all, all points just... these devastating okay. decisions. If they're okay. so devastating, I would think you can't avoid them. <laughs> you have to make a decision, but we'll hear it. I mean, three possible bad decisions, I guess, is what he means to say, right? He's not saying don't make a decision at all, is he? I hope not. It just doesn't make sense, yeah. You're right, exactly. But uh, we've read his writing before, so you guys, you know. Yeah, everybody judges The first thing that they need to absolutely avoid doing is overpaying for a goalie because this Nick Villano believes that we are super fucking good in net, dude. We have nothing to worry about. Oh, boy. Yeah. So the Devils finally got average goaltending this season thanks to the quick moves of Vitek Vanacek. Yes, we said average goaltending. The Devils do not have an elite goaltender in Vanacek. He's perfectly fine to get a team over the hump into the playoffs. Once the playoffs start, that's an Go issue. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. That, then Vanacek what do you do? is likely not going to be the goalie that wins the Stanley Cup for the Devils. There's too much playoff history there to think it's going to drastically change. Akira Schmidt is the best bet the Devils have. He's done it in the regular season. He's done it in the playoffs. Uh, was his series against the Hurricanes good? No. I hate people that write <laughs> fucking rhetorical uh, questions. Will I, I answer my own it. questions? Yes, I, I will. <laughs> and even worse than people... Will, like will you hate it? That. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> will you want to burn this article after reading it? Yes, you will. Yeah. Worse than people that say it are douchebags that write it. So I have a problem <laughs> with that. Like, you know, let me stop and think. Mm, was it good during... I'll say no. No, okay. slide at all. No, <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as it looked, guys. He has the chops to eventually become a really good starter in the league. That's the reason why the Devils shouldn't overreact and go all in on a goalie this offseason. There are players who are available. Connor Hollebuck would be great, but he's going to cost a fortune for just one year of service. Then his contract is going to be a killer as it starts with his 30-year-old season. And then he writes about John Gibson, Caprasalo, uh, Frederick, Freddie Anderson, that these guys are available. But the Devils, in no way, shape, or form, should make a move for a goaltender. All right, look, he, the way he writes, it makes you immediately want to disagree 100%. But yes. I will say he's got a point if you take his argument to the extreme. Like, no, you don't want to, like, you know blow up your cap space for one year of service but he does have a tendency i've read him before of making these i think like they rhetorically they call them straw man arguments so you take something that you're against and uh then you make it 10 times worse than anybody's proposing so that everybody can agree that this is something we shouldn't do but you know i think there's like maybe a room out there to get a goaltender bring one in saying that maybe you shouldn't just ride Schmidt and cross your fingers if there's a better option out there 
And it doesn't mean that Hellebuck's only one year. I mean, you get a guy. That's the other thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's making these arguments aren't real. Yeah. You you know, yes, if you traded for him right now, he has a year on his contract. Right. Renegotiate and sign the guy for a few more years. No one's saying we need to rent a goalie for one year and that's it. Who said that? Bobby, what are you saying? Nobody. Who said that? Yeah, I got nobody. I got a problem with this type of article and the context of it because. It's just making too many assumptions. And number one, he's saying you know we have average goaltending, and you don't need great goaltending. Then I guess not winning a Stanley Cup is good enough. Uh, number two is like if, if Akira Schmid is going to be our next big guy, that's great, but he's still super young, so we can afford to get a goaltender for three, four years, carry him along if he's the next big thing. That's not a problem. The other thing is, what if in this off season, Meyer leaves, Brat leaves, we don't replace him with anybody, and we got to kind of pivot a little bit and say, listen, we might not be as offensive. We need to focus a little more on defense and stopping the puck. This year we need to go all in on a goaltender because things have changed. Like, there's just too much to say right. we can't go in. But more than anything, I just disagree fundamentally with the fact that we shouldn't be trying to do everything we can right now to have, like, the ace we can in goal. I agree. It's huge. Huge in the playoffs. And then he finishes it with um... – if something makes sense to bring an upgrade to the Devils for the short term, if it arises, then the Devils should jump on it. However, a long-term deal for a goalie below superstar level presents itself. The de- this is really fucked up the way he wrote this. The Devils should stand pat. So it's what he says is, you know, so then it goes to the next thing the Devils need to absolutely avoid is Brat. It, it, well, it says trading Jesper Brat and or Timo Meyer. Um. So the Devils mm. should absolutely stay away from that. You do not trade these guys, okay? Whatever you do, we need Jesper Brat. So, so at all Jersey, costs. Let's see if there's any rhetorical questions in this one. The New Jersey Devils' two most important decisions this offseason are Brat and Meyer. We cannot say it enough. It will come up over and over again until they both sign. It will be hard to sign either of them as negotiations will drag on. Let me just say real quick, I talked for – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop. So I had a conversation this weekend with Colin White. He uh, did mm-hmm. not feel very optimistic about Meyer. I'm just saying. Wow. Uh, it was brought up, and he said his remarks were, I really hope we can get it done, was kind of like, and I said, is it going to, you know, do you think it's going to be? And he kind of gave a shrug like, I hope so. Um, sure, he's not in the room. He's just going with his feelings, based. On yeah, but he works for him. You know, he, he works yeah. for the, the the you know the Devils. So I said, um, I said, well, who do you you know? What do you think about free agency? And you know, he said, uh, well, they have to get bigger. Those were his exact words. And uh, I said, well, I said, I know, I really like the idea of Tyler Bertuzzi. And he goes, he goes, he had a, I love his game. He goes, I, and he had a great playoff, you know, being on Boston there for that first round. He did really good. He goes, that would be a hell of a pickup. Um, but yeah, he didn't seem like that. Don't worry about it, done deal. Of course, we'll have Meyer. It was very much like uh, it might be a little bit harder than everybody thinks. So. He writes here, it'll be hard to sign either of them as negotiations will drag on. Meyer has a crippling $10 million qualifying offer that is holding things up, and if Bratt was going to sign for a decent number, the deal would have been done by now. Devil fans have been calling for Bratt's head for weeks now. His playoff performance did not help. However, this team is much better with Bratt on the roster than anyone could that could come in Bratt's place. Now, again, we disagree on that, right? I mean, Anyone in the world. Anyone. <laughs> I, I mean, and we have guys that uh, even on the, in this organization that we don't know how they're going to be. 
You right. know, we they deserve a chance. These are guys that were drafted in good positions and have been developing in this team, in this organization for, you know, a few years, and they deserve the opportunity to come in. Who's to say that Foote or Thompson can't get you 20 to 30 goals a season? Uh, it's just, it's unproven. We don't know. I think the thing with Brat is... It's like you said, we don't know. And, I, you know, I actually – I read Nick's art, I mean, uh, his articles. I don't mind them. But um, you just don't know what we're going to get with him. Brad, you know, I mean, obviously last year I – mean, this season, I mean, he was really good for us. He dipped off at the end. And I think that it's just a big question mark. Like, if we get – if you tell me we're going to get the Jasper Brat that we had beginning of last year, then, oh, I, you know, I'm all in. Just – I just don't know. I mean – Listen, well, I'm on record, too, saying we're a better team with Jesper Brad. It's literally on one of these shows. And I think that's true to some extent still. I mean, he's a great player. We know what he could do in the regular season. I think we really covered this topic well in the last show or two mm-hmm. in that we're looking more about at this stage, what are you doing to build a playoff team? What Can you sacrifice 10 regular season goals a year for somebody with a little more power who's still going to put in, you know, a few game winners and get a few necessary goals? So, I mean... I don't have any problem with you know this writer at all. I understand all of his points that are coming out. I just think when you, you say something like, at all costs, well, now that sounds ridiculous. Are you going to give Brat $10 million a year for eight years to stick right. around? Like, no, you're and not. He, so it's not at all costs. You know, he goes and he talks about here, um, however, the team's much better with Brat on the roster than anybody who can come in Brat's place. We've seen the price of admission for wingers like Kevin Fiala, Johnny Goudreau, Tyler Tapoli are really good comparables to Brat. Their contracts are all over the map. However, arbitration looms large, and if the Devils get there, that means Brat will walk for nothing at the end of next season. Well, that's not necessarily true either because, you know, of course you can still sign him throughout the regular season. If you do go to arbitration, it is only for one year. So you're going to work out a deal for one that year for the 23-24 season, and then, you know... But this thing keeps happening with Brad, and that's the other thing. It does it does come to a point as a fan or you know somebody covering this team where you just have to say, yeah, dude, we would love you here, but you're making things difficult. You're making it very hard to fucking get behind you and support you in all of this. You know, you know that they probably have offered him. They've offered him like two or three contracts already, uh, and none of these are being signed. And he dicks around all summer goes to arbitration or holds the devil's fucking hostage until the day before arbitration or even last season, I think it was the day of arbitration, and you sign a one-year deal. Like, it gets old. Either sign something that's long-term, that'll help this team, that you can fucking live with, or go someplace else. I mean, a lot of it is more so for me than just the fact that Jesper Brad is a great player and I don't want to lose it. It's also, we don't need the fucking aggravation of every summer going through this shit. It's not worth it. Um, then he writes, meanwhile, Meyer can sign that $10 million qualifying offer and just and also walk for nothing. It is a terrible situation that Fitzgerald found himself. Still trading one or both of these assets is not the answer. The state of the Devils' wingers is rough. If Bratt and Meyer both leave and a superstar does not replace them, the Devils will have Andre Pilat and Dawson Mercer as its top-signed wingers. The Devils have a hard decision, but paying both players a little more than comfortable is better than trading either piece. The Devils' window just started, and they have two pieces who can grow within that window. That is too hard to find to mess up over money and cap space. Anybody care to? Yeah, I mean, I look, if you think about that cap space he ends off on, 
you're telling me that we can't go out and get like okay, I, if we lost both of those guys, worst case scenario, which by the way I'm not in favor of. I'm not saying cut them loose, but let's say it just doesn't make sense to either drag it out or you know and get that one year out of Brat, um, pay crazy bank that's going to hurt your team. You're telling me we, with the two of them gone, we can't get another player who's going to you know contribute, uh, you know somewhere on par with what they can do. I mean, I, I believe we can. And I think we have guys coming through organization as well. I mean, I'm not really that worried about it. And I think that, like, if you're going to keep a guy around who just shows you time and time again he doesn't really want to be here, that has a cost beyond, like, the dollars. It's it's a It's a cost in the locker room. I think it's, like, kind of like the opposite of a leader. It's just sapping the energy, the cohesiveness away from the team. I think that shows up, you know. I mean, I I know the guys – I'm sure they like him on a personal level, but it has an effect on the team. It does alienate you to an extent. Yes. It really does. Um, especially when you have guys like Hughes who and Heesher who are, you know, they're right. devils and they want to be here and they want they don't want this bullshit. And and Hughes pretty much said it, you know. I, I'm done hearing that you That's guys right. want to play here. Then fucking sign the contract and play here. Uh Brat is not doing this. And as far as Meyer goes, I don't know what's gonna happen with that, but you're hundred percent right to think First of all, if you don't know if you're going to be able to lock up Brat long term, then you absolutely should trade him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you if you can get any kind of value for him, you got to get it. Um, and then you looking at who's available out there. Yeah, his next one is great because this is like the the prime example of somebody that really is like you said, like just writing shit to write shit. He's making yeah. this stuff up. Like I don't know anybody that would sit there and say, all right, look. If you go out in the free agency and sign Tyler Bertuzzi, and I'm just throwing his name out there again, and put a package together along with Brat for Connor Hollebuck, and you can maybe get Hollebuck for two or three years or another goalie. It doesn't matter. You know, Soros over in Nashville or Caprasaro in L.A., one of those three guys I would be very happy with. But if right. you're telling me that a Brat for a solid goaltender and replacing some of that offense with a Tyler Bertuzzi who also brings the size that you might be losing with a Timo Meyer. Like there are ways to make up Tom Fitzgerald Absolutely. knows how to build a fucking team. And yeah. do you think that he's sitting there going, there's no way we're going to win fucking 25 games next year. If we lose Brat and Meyer, of course, I actually not. the thing on Absolutely Twitter uh, this week asking people, was I talking about the Meyer and Brat situation? And I had, right. you know, one of the, the question I had asked was who would you rather keep, you know, and my, it was that everyone, I mean, pretty much it was Meyer, 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 Meyer. And for the same reason that we talk about, and I've talked about a lot, uh, cause a much needed strength, you know, much needed, uh, right. Physical play. So, I mean, that was the over, I mean, I don't, pretty much Meyer was the, the pick for everyone. Right? Yeah. And the only person that picked, uh, Jasper Bratt was his mom. Wow, that's cool. amazing that she signed on. To just to do I, I, know, I mean, shit, we all like Bratt, you know? It's just, God, you just don't. But now you don't you know. Want... It is a, such a big Look, question mark. I'll tell you the truth. If it was a Bratt who wanted to be here, I would be excited about it. You that's know what I mean? And, and maybe. Yes. the playoffs. This yes. more. Yeah, well, you know, it definitely, I think they're tied in together, Tony. I think that, you know, when you got a, a player who's literally uncommitted to next year going into the playoffs with you. There was two ways he was going to come in. He was going to be like, let me show you how much I'm worth, or I don't really give a fuck. And, I mean, I feel like those are maybe two extremes and not fair, but I think that one side came out more than the other, which is a, a, a disengaged uh, Jesper Bratt throughout the whole playoffs. Um, you know, to me, like, if 
if this is his attitude about, I don't need to show you anything. Um, I'm disengaged. I can't find a way to get myself into this series, uh, either of them. Um, then, you know, like, that's that's all you need to know. I mean, almost like if he was like, ready to sign and jump on the line, I would really want to talk to all my people about, like, okay, was this a fluke, or, or can we expect this kind of, you know, of play from him in the future because I don't know if I want him again. I don't care about the regular season. This is something he doesn't seem to get. Like he's talking about Vanishek in regular season. Nobody cares anymore. And it, I know it's like real quick. The fans have turned up the heat on the Devils. We want playoffs. We want play. That's what we're supposed to do. Like we, you guys showed us how good you can be. Now we want the consistency and the little extra edge to get over the hump. And I think that Fitzgerald wants that too. And I don't know if the Jesper Bratt does. Uh, and, you know, I, I, to some extent, Meyer, I guess. We'll see if he wants to be part of the team. Me, to a personal level, um, when it comes to Jesper Bratt, and this isn't a, yes, of course, you know, uh, how I feel about how he fits in the team and all that other shit. I don't want him on this team. I don't. Huh. I feel, I, it, it, going into another summer of the same bullshit, and like you right. just said, Dan, this is about the playoffs now. You did nothing. You yeah. did nothing in the playoffs. You've shown us no reason that you that we should believe that you are going to be a huge piece in any kind of long playoff run for this team. Um, and I think that you have to try and give some of the guys in Utica or free agency, which is another number three on this guy's Nick Villano's list. Uh, the Devils should not sign another big money free agent in no way at all. Ever. Okay. All right. <laughs> he writes, the Devils have given out huge contracts the past two seasons, trying to get the first big in free agency. Uh, last season, they tried to get Goudreau. They settled for Palat. The season before, they signed Doug Hamilton. Uh, he touched on... Awful moves. Palat and Hamilton. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, I, it's ridiculous that Tom Fitzgerald <laughs> hasn't been fired for those yet. <laughs> we touched on this in the goalie side. Slide. He wrote slide. But the oh yeah, slide. But the Devils should not be giving out big money contracts this season. For one, they really can't afford another long term deal when they sign Meyer and Brat. That's a given. We've got to sign them long term. Plus, this is a bad free agent crops. Player like Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko are going to make money on name value alone. Also, the Devils would pay a former Rangers tax to take them across the Hudson River. Then there's Michael Bunting, who still has who still who might still get himself a very lucrative deal after a successful season in Toronto. Um, he writes, you know, Ryan O'Reilly, James Van Rijsdijk, all fit into what the Devils probably want, but they'll ask for more than one-year deal, which is what the Devils should provide. Uh, I don't know what he's saying with that. Devils should be looking at high upside free agents willing to take a one-year deal, like uh, Gustav Nyquist, Sean Monahan, and other players either coming off injury or looking to refurbish their careers. This makes no sense. Okay, no, here, here's what he's doing, and this at least wraps up his in, – in his mind here, these three keys, these all are interchangeable. They're working together. This is the plan. Right, So therefore, right. that's why he's so absolute about each step. The problem I is think you're right. none of that is absolute. And if in phase two we lose both Brat and Meyer, then it's stupid to even write in phase three we can't go out and get a superstar because right. now we've got $19 million of cap space and the need for one. So I do. it makes more sense to me now that I've heard all three of his points. It's like a, a long-term plan for him, but that's just not how it works. So Okay, so in his head is 
his head is, we're good on goal. Schmidt will be ready in time. You have to sign Brat and Meyer long term. And with that, there is no Pitch need do nothing else. to go out there and get a free agent. But he wants this team back next year. This right. entire team back next year. Which I, you know, I'm not horribly against if if they come back the right way. Right. I, I have major doubts that Brack can come back the right way. Based on what um, the goalie situation, I think he's got a point there. Schmidt was awesome as a rookie goaltender. You know, maybe not technically a rookie, but a rookie goaltender going out and doing what he did. A lot of reasons to be hopeful. That doesn't mean like no, we're not even looking at goal. Why would we not look? Why would I mean if you think about it, how about he was saying why would you get him just for one year? I don't know because in one year you could win a cup. You know, a cup in one year is pretty damn good. Schmidt needs is one more year of seasoning. It could be, and that could be that you know Halibut does his one year wins the cup. Schmidt's ready to take over next year. Uh, Who knows? There's so many variables, like you said, Bobby. And if they if they even look if if the management of the Devils, the coaching staff, Marty Brodeur, Fitz, Lindy, all of them believe that Schmidt's the guy. I'm totally fine with that. I am totally fine with that. Then let's roll into the playoffs. Let's have Schmidt as our number one, go into the playoffs with him, Vanacek get his 35-40 starts this season. That's great. Um, but if they are sitting around, and we don't know what they're thinking, and if they honestly say, Schmidt's not ready, or, you know, I don't think he's the guy, or we can make this deal for an upgrade in that position, you have to do it. It's that simple. You have to do it. Like, this to me is more just, you know, I need to write something in the offseason, so I'm going to write about three things that I think this team should absolutely never, ever do this offseason. Uh, and I just I just disagree with the, the Jesper Bratt thing. I'm, I'm just sick of it. I'm so, so sick of it. I mean, it, it doesn't and, take into account opportunity that arises. You know, those, those calls that Fitzgerald may get that he's not expecting. Uh, that a player he could be traded and maybe they're not asking as much. Maybe a guy goes, mm-hmm. look, I know you're having a hard time with Brad. We're having a hard time with Hellbuck. Let's put something together. You get him for a year, go for it. We'll take Brad. Like, you just you just don't know. Right. right. I'm sure he'd be willing to entertain those kind of calls, for sure. I mean, why wouldn't you? That's not going to fit with Volano's plan. But in his office, <laughs> there's this depth chart. And on that, every single person has the next replacement piece or a wish list. Okay, this one falls through. We're not going to get that free agent, so let's do this. If right. Meyer and Brat leave, who moves up and then who – it's all down the line from their scouting to the players that they have. So none of this is going to be a shock, and that's where right. the opportunity comes in where you start having dialogue and all of a sudden you make a move. You make a hockey move. I'll tell you what. If we did well you know, go Volano's way when Stan Pat with goaltending, one thing that would, I think, be an improvement and at least give us a lot more information as we head towards a trade deadline – you know, if it's going to go that far to make a real decision, is not wasting time on a three-goalie rotation. Uh, that was garbage. And when you think yeah. about it, uh, we who knows? I'm going to give you an alternate universe where we never gave Blackwood that kind of time, and we let Schmidt basically take over this team in the spring. And who knows? He might have had more confidence. He might have been developing. I mean, if he's ever going to develop into that great goaltender, it's going to take games. And it might have happened this year. Who knows? He could have... He could have had a better series against Carolina. Could have, should have, would have. We don't know. But I think going into next year, uh, I don't want to see a three-goalie rotation. No. Only if absolutely necessary. I understand guys get injured, and that's what was happening. But we had enough information to you know, just go with uh, Schmidt earlier in this season. And I kind of wish we had. It would have put us in better position for the playoffs to know and let him take over earlier. Who knows? This is all the same 
back in November and December, Dan, that mm-hmm. we were fucking yelling about. It's like, why is why are you sending Schmidt back down? Why are we doing this all over again? Like, Schmidt was yeah. clearly the guy. And Vanacek was playing great. Schmidt was playing very well behind him. Um, I just thought going up to that, that Vanacek would be a lot better in these playoffs. Um, Me too. And that's, that's the thing that you know, really was crushing. Him and Brat just not showing up was, you know, very disappointing for this team. And I think it was disappointing for everybody, management too. We did not want to be going in. You wanted Brat to sign that contract in January or February where we're not dealing with this stuff anymore. You wanted Vanacek to have a good playoff where we're not even discussing our goaltending. It's Vanacek and Schmid. That's what you wanted. It didn't happen. So you have to look other things. You have to figure out something else. So... Uh, fucking dogs. Uh, anyway, anybody have anything else to add they want to add to that before we get to our question of the day? No, but if, I will say this about Verano. He he always gives me stuff to think about, maybe argue with, and that's that's always fun. Yeah, and that's I think that's why he's out there. Opinion piece, right? It's just absolutely. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, cause I, I read Nick stuff. I don't mind, and I think he, I think it's an opinion piece, kind of like it's the off season. Got to talk about, sure. you know, it's. Sure, we just don't. I just don't agree with yeah. him. But you know, that's fun. That's the the fun part. I'm sure he's a great person. I'm, I'm sure we can talk hockey and laugh our asses off and have a good time. Just yeah. that I don't agree with some of the stuff he writes. That's all. And he might be um, very aware of you know the how he's setting exactly. this up as an all or nothing. It's exactly. it's about writing things for clicks and conversation. And exactly. Right. Uh, you know, mission accomplished. We talk about him more than any other writer on this show because Absolutely. we disagree with his stuff a lot. So There's it's no fun to do. Well done, Mr. Villano. Yeah, it's funny uh, though. If you think about it, a lot relies on Schmidt, doesn't it? Next year is a big. It's Isn't a, that interesting for like that very, rookie goalie? Every he's like the centerpiece there. Because none of us I, really I, know. None of us, no, you no. know. We've seen some really some some great shit, but we don't know. I really like him, and I hope he's the guy. I do. I really like Schmidt, and I, I do hope he can become the guy. But you know, right now this is no longer. We're not having you know playoff aspirations anymore. We're having Stanley Cup aspirations, and things change. And that's it's just that simple. So you know we're Speaking not of just things saying, changing, Chris. What about the, those Dallas Stars? What do you think's going on over there? Oh, I think it's a mm. great series, man. They're playing great. Back in uh, it. Uh, you know, I I, I love the last game. Um, you know, right up until probably the five minutes left in the third. Um, I do think Vegas ends it tonight. I think their their run is is going to come to an end in Dallas. Um, I think that well, Jamie Ben will be back tonight. So that should help Dallas. I, I just think, uh, you know, look, man, it's, a, it's been a hell of a series. I hope it goes seven. I hope that Dallas wins. Well, I want to see if game you're seven. Vegas, you don't either. want it to go seven. The reason I say that is, look, DeBoer is, seven, what, seven and oh in game sevens, you know, between the Devils. Oh, that's fine. Um, I love game yeah. sevens. I, uh, Dallas, you know, you know, I think, you know. The only reason I really want to see Vegas is um, – I really, you know, I pick Vegas, but as far as wanting, I really don't give a shit. But I do want Vegas more, just for the simple fact: if it's Vegas and Florida, somebody's getting their first cup. That's cool. Now, so, I like that's a good point. So long. Yeah, well, either way, to me, right now, because the playoffs, uh, the finals aren't going to start till Saturday, no matter what. So if they, even if uh, it ends tonight, we still have to wait till Saturday. So I'd rather just go until Game Seven, so we got an extra game to watch on Wednesday. Yeah. Right. That's all. So, you guys want the question of the day? Sure. Okay. Question of the day, all right. This, this question was something that I heard on a radio show that we used to listen to years ago. So, this is probably like 20, 25 years ago. And it popped in my head the other day. So, I wanted to bring it up. What do you think is the largest animal that you could kick to death? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying it, it's just you and the animal. 
and you can't do anything else. You is the animal like, being restrained? No, the animal is, is open, but it's not like you have to chase them or anything. You're in a small pen with this animal, any oh. animal you want. And you can't have to kick the only, biggest one you can kick to death. And let me say, I was driving home from work the other night with my son in the car. And him and I had a very cool conversation about this. And we got to McDonald's. And we were at the drive-thru. And the kid was like 19 years old. And I asked him the question. And the kid responded. He said, an elephant. I said, you That's fucking the, think the you balls can kick a fucking kid. elephant to death. I said, you think wow. you can kick a fucking elephant to death. This is why this kid's working in He pulled out the biggest shoe you ever seen through that drive-thru window. Said, He's like, those are size 28 shoes. No wonder he thinks Ronald he can do this. McDonald's shoes. I said, I don't think. <laughs> it was Ronald. I don't think another elephant can kick an elephant to death. I, I, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Kicking it to death. You First think, of all, its vitals are so high off the ground. I mean, you, you have to have be a martial artist to even strike. Forget about having enough force. And I'm sure Maybe. this kid working at McDonald's has seen elephant-sized people daily, so this is probably his fault. <laughs> I mean, if an elephant falls out of its mother at birth, and you had like 30 seconds after birth, maybe I'll give you, you might be able to kick it to death. Before it really but, learns to walk. Yeah, it's still got to do its all Bambi shit and flop yeah, around. Don't, and and immediately you kick out, out its legs. And it's, that's it once it's right. done. Yeah. Then you got a chance. But the kid at McDonald's apparently is an idiot. You can't kick an elephant to death. So what do you guys think is the biggest animal you could kick to death? See, it's more than just size, too, right? Because speed comes sure. into play here. There's certain animals that are so goddamn fast. Right. Oh, man. Like, like, I'm, you I'm know, automatically you know, kicking dog size, but more creative than dog. But then how fast are they? And... Well, I, I, I'll tell you where I was, okay, for a little while. I was actually at a giraffe for a while. And the reason okay. I was thinking this is, okay, because they, they're... Spindly. They're, they're spindly legs, right? Is yeah, that what you're thinking? Stupid little skinny legs. So if I take yeah. the legs out, right, and I get them down, yeah, their necks are huge and they're thick and long and they use them as weapons. But if I could avoid that, take them from the back, right? Take right. his fucking legs out. Get the, get the giraffe down. And yes. they got the teeny little fucking disproportionately small heads. Then you just yep. stomp on it, and that's and then you can get it. But I'm I think you're going to have to take them out vertebrae by vertebrae, and it's a lot of vertebrae to get that head down on the ground where you can get it. It's, it's going to be more work than you think. I'm not saying because, you can't do it. I've seen you kick. Even if his legs are out and he's on the ground, you're right. His neck is his head's still up. You're they still also do that move. You is that an elephant? <laughs> yeah. What's oh, the move? wow? Um, you know, the move that the giraffes do, I don't know if you've seen they splay their front legs out sideways when they get, want to get real low. Yes, you're going to yes. have to watch out for that move because, yeah, right. you know, that's how, you're not expecting that. I think that, I, at first I thought giraffe, the more I think about it, I think, I don't know if I can kick a giraffe to death. I'm so, going to tell you this, though. You said the, the elephant's unbeatable. I'm trying to think of a way that maybe there is a way. One animal that I don't think there's a way is a rhinoceros. Or Where are you coming at that? You're not coming out of rhinoceros. He's got armor. Your yeah, kicks not. do nothing. Right. I, I, that horn is right man. there. A hippopotamus, it's like kicking a fucking Humvee. You're not going to fucking yeah. take it. Okay, okay, what about this? Jean-Claude Van Damme, he does the splits across the chairs. You get your two feet in those hippo jaws that they like to open, and you do the Van Damme move, and you just break its jaw off in half like that. 
That's your best move against a hippo. If I have to fight a hippo, I'm going for the splits. The side straddle splits, the Van Damme move. I just, and uh, I think that's it's all over. Is way too strong. I mean, they kill more humans than any other animal. They're vegetarians. They that mouth looks off. really, l- really intense, but off. it don't have the clamping force of an alligator. I don't think you uh, could do that with an alligator. Like, remember Captain Hook used to find himself. That was yeah, ridiculous. But I think you might totally have against the laws of nature. Kicking an alligator to death than kicking a hippopotamus to death. Our PETA subscription just I'm... went up by ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to kick a hippo to death. You're right. But I'm going to break its jaws. And once you do that, then you're going to maybe have an incapacitated hippo you could do something with. It's a special move. It's a it's a really low percentage move. You're going all in if you go against a hippo. Yes. I, I don't want to fight a hippo. But I if I had to, yeah. I think there's one move only. Yeah, I mean, the Van Damme splits is probably the only thing if we're just kicking. Um, what about like a big... Sea animal, just take it out of the water. And there was then, a guy who was having sex. Almost like cheating. I can kick yeah. any sea animal. I can kick to death you can't if he's do it out of the water. water. Because you can't kick anything in the water. I don't care what it is. A, a, a killer whale, a blue whale, whatever it is, I, it's it's done. It will never so, catch me. Step on it. It well, takes yeah, forever. Not, it's not going to catch you. It's just flopping around, and mm-hmm. you're just stomping on his head. So, yep. okay, so let's let's get serious, though. Okay. What animal? <laughs> let's get serious. A penguin. Definitely a yeah, penguin. Emperor penguin. I think, I think you can go bigger than an emperor penguin. Probably the biggest I think it could if it, if it meant saving my own life, maybe like a deer. No, this has nothing to do with your own life. This is for fun. This, kind of, yeah, enjoyment. This sport, the blood sport of it all. The sport of it all. Yeah. yeah. Then so, a penguin. <laughs> what, 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 which one? What do you think? I, like I, said, I, can't come, I can't come at this from the, the for fun angle. So I had to think about if my life was on the line, like could All I right. possibly be able to take something down that's bigger than me and charging? So the max I'm going is something like a deer because I know they can make a charge, right? They're fast. I'm slow. I don't know if your life is really in danger if you and a deer are in a, a, a you know enclosed area. I think it'll probably just leave you alone. Um, Maybe. I wasn't expecting the question. <laughs> but even a buck. I don't think you're kicking a buck to death. That's going to be hard. That rack it is, is hard. formidable. Yeah. The biggest I could maybe do. And I, you know, I'm certainly they're not fucking going big. To... I don't know, man. I, I was going to tell you, I put you there with an elk, you're in trouble. We have an elk, elk here, is, man. Is that just a giant or an elk? Yeah, you're yeah. not kicking that to death. They're yeah, freaking we have elk huge. here. Yeah, you're right. Go outside and try and kick one to death. I yeah, bet you're yeah, not going to do it. Those things walk in front of your car. It's just like you just stop and just say, okay. I mean, a pony maybe? Definitely a pony. They 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 have nothing going on. No, they barely I'll go with a chicken because I can eat it afterwards. At least when I feel some kind of justification for the murder I just caused. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Kick a chicken to death. I mean, but you, if you could do a chicken, you could do a turkey. They're even bigger. Turkeys are big. Yeah. What about yeah, an ostrich? Turkeys. Ostriches will go after you, though, right? They, they're they? fucking nasty. Yeah, but my grandmother. Do you guys remember? Chris may remember this. I don't know. My grandmother. There was a. There was some geese in the backyard by when they over, over in Silverton. She lived in this retirement village. Uh, yeah. The yep. bird came up to her. Remember, Dan? Do you remember this? She grabbed it by the throat. She got in trouble by the society. Yes, the I do remember this. I remember this. The community. Yeah. What? Well, came up to her and got nasty. My grandma grabbed it by the by the throat area, man, and she got all, all reported her. All the old people. For she killing? just gave it a good talking to, no, like you. You fucking goose! No, oh, yeah. she really did just give it a good talking to. She got yeah, in trouble yeah. for that. Yeah. Who the hell are you to yell at our geese, lady? Yeah. Right. I, I mean, and the right, lady so, who reported her, she got a nickname, Duck Lady. They used to call her in the whole right. area, you know. So. There's the Duck Lady. Tony. The fucking Duck Lady. 
What's the biggest animal you think you can kick to death? Be serious here. The biggest animal. Chicken. Nothing really bigger than a chicken. You don't if you could do a chicken. Because i got to have some kind of reason I'm doing it. Because I... Yeah, no. It's a I'm fucking stupid question. There's no reason to do it. It's fucking okay. This this death. animal. I can't this, answer this question. This animal said nasty things about you. Right? Yeah, and your family. This this animal, this, this, this animal, animal said bad things about your family. Right. Exactly. Maybe a wolf, right? Say it's coming after my family or something wolf. like that. Or oh, wow. a wolf would probably eat my ass, but you know. Yeah, you're not kicking a wolf to death. <laughs> I might. I might be able to. Yeah, because you can do the fucking Jean Claude splits in the hippo's mouth. You can kill anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> If you get it, listen, if you miss and you swing and you miss, that wolf goes at your throat. It's all over. I'm not sure. looking down on the wolf. But if as it comes in, you give that thing a solid roundhouse, you're telling me you can't take out that little canine skull? I think no. you can do it. I think I, I can do it. A raccoon? Oh, I kicked the death of a raccoon. Could, no I could problem. Kick a, I could kick fucking ten of them at one time. I just kicked yes, one before we started the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, raccoons are nothing. We kick them all the time that, here. That's warm-up time. Around the fucking yeah. yard. Give me uh, some raccoons. Coach, yes. throw the raccoons in. I want to warm up. That's it. We send them in. Then we go with some possums. Uh, mm-hmm. Possums are nasty too, right? I mean... I think probably I would have to say a pony would be the largest I could literally kick to death. I think a light, like a really nice pony that gives rides to children would just stand there and take it too. That's and that'd it. be the and worst just, part. Sarah, Sarah, like, Come on, pony! For this exercise, you, I want a fucking animal that's just going to sit there and take it. I don't want to fight. I don't want to deal with this shit. I want you to sit there and just look at me going, why? Why are you doing okay, this? Okay, if we As get like a suicidal death. elephant, I think I can kill that. If that's you know, if that's what we're talking about here, an elephant with no will to live. An elephant who's just, you know, had some downers recently. So, like, maybe a really old elephant that's, like, left the yes. rest of its pack. He's heading to the elephant yeah. graveyard. And, and then he's right like, before he's about to die. Do your worst. I don't care. Him. Right. I just don't think. I don't care how hard you kick him. He feels him. bad by himself. He's like, I deserve this. Yeah, yeah maybe. Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. If you could just make him to feel terrible. I could kill any animal in that make condition. Him first for a while. Yeah, you mm-hmm. tell him he's got a big nose and shit. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, fucking bring a little mouse. That'll freak what him out. St- and Stupid tusks are broken. You look like an yeah. idiot. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm still going not an elephant. I, I'm still going a pony. I'm, I'm with a pony. I think that's the biggest I can go without really endangering myself or putting way too much thought and work into it. I'm saying a pony. Yeah, and this is like, we're talking about healthy animals, right? Like, because if it's oh, yeah. one of those popcorn park zoo horses, no. I got that. I got that. No problem. It's only got three legs. You take out one more, it's on the ground. It's like right. commercials um, with Sarah Blackman's pick some of those animals. Those I'm animals, thinking, sure. I'm thinking this definitely. stupid deer hit my car and I get out. I'm like, you right. motherfucker, just start beating on it. I can't get to death. You're dead to exactly. my car. Yeah, but yeah if you're properly motivated, Bob, you it, can do that. It's already hurt. I'm saying you know, that this is just you and the animal. The animal you, can do you whatever the animal... You reason to kick the deer and apparently being locked in a cage wasn't enough, so now I'm mad because it hit my car. No, no, no. You can kick the deer. I'm just saying the deer... You're saying that I have to be attacked by something. I'm just saying the deer's probably not going to attack you. You can go up to the deer and just start kicking it. Then it probably will <laughs> attack you. The deer... But you have to yeah. change to a buck. The deer doesn't like you. Just put you it that way. The what? what about a panda bear? Panda bear. A panda bear? You think you can kick a panda Definitely. bear? Definitely. Definitely. Nothing that looks like that cuddly could be that vicious. I know they say, oh, you better watch out. They got claws and teeth. Look how slow they move. They're yeah. so slow. Those dumpy. 
And you know what? You just you could distract it with a little bit of uh, whatever it eats because yeah. it spends it's all day eating. That's yeah. all they do. And just like they have no motivation to fucking procreate, they probably have no motivation to fight. They have, as a species, no motivation to live. You know, yeah, we're, we're trying to have... constantly get in the breed. They can't breed. Like, I'm they almost... can't get it up. I'm sure I have no problem kicking to death a panda bear. I'm almost positive that they have no natural enemies in the wild either. So they would no way be expecting you to just yeah. come up and start right? fucking kicking them. <laughs> so you, get a, you can definitely surprise them. Yes. Or a sloth. They're big, too. Right. You can definitely kick that to death. Yeah. Oh, kick you could get head and fall right out of the tree, and then you just start fucking. Twenty five kicks in before he even knows what happened. It's so stupid and slow. Yeah. Before he even gets ow out of his mouth, he's dead. Yeah. You just uh, kicked him yeah. twenty five times. Exactly. So a panda is definitely bigger than a sloth, right? Yes, yeah, I would right. say. Unless you go to those prehistoric giant sloths. You ever see those? No, they're no, like twenty what, feet I mean, tall. I don't know what their attitude was like. I'm not fucking with them. Yeah, so, yeah, they're literally old school. I'm gonna go panda then. Okay. Panda's a good call. And then the, the best thing about that is you can always tell people that you kicked a bear to death, you know, and it sounds fucking yes. a lot tougher than you, it really is, right? Yeah. I well, kicked a fucking bear to death. What did you do? You fucking we know a panther can definitely kick a bear's ass. We know that much. That's true. In this season of hockey. That's true. They could also we hope you're all enjoying your Memorial Day. We're <laughs> not slaughtering animals. We're not slaughtering anything. We're talking about grilling. <laughs> Just killing you. Exactly. Grilling and killing. Cooking them for the barbecue. This but... is all hypothetical yeah. so far. So yeah. far. But I think a panda bear, yeah. I mean, I would still do the chicken, but... Well, I mean, you just want to keep it easy. I get it. I mean, then that way I have a family with it. Yeah. A kitten would be good, too, because you can punt them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, kittens not going to stand a chance. No, no. The whole right, litter. I'm going. I changed one kick. from a, a pony to a panda. That's where I'm going. That's pretty good. Um, the absolute biggest panda's a good bet because you know it's a safe bet. I'm yeah. telling you that maybe I could do a hippo with this low chance maneuver that I frankly don't have the flexibility for anymore <laughs> or ever with the full Van Dam split, but. Um, Oh, that's a tough call, man. I, I, I mean, the it, sea creature is excluded. We said because well, yeah. it, it, the only way the, that they would be included would be in the water. And if you think that you can kick one to death while you're in the water, okay, <sighs> I'm saying no fucking way. Is it a really small tank? It's where I could just sneak around with these enough, body blows. It's Couldn't enough do it in a water. water. Like, what? Couldn't even do it in a deep puddle. Like that would change everything. Yeah, I mean, the animal has to be able to live, so however much water, uh, you know, so if it's a fucking killer whale that you want to stomp, I mean, then they have to be in enough water for them to live. Because there's one move you can easily do with your foot. You plug that blow, you you jam your leg in their blowhole, and you drown them. All right, your head's just above the water, and they can't breathe. It's just death by asphyxiation. Uh, If I kick my leg down that hole, yeah. Kick, Kick with the other foot while the... It's more of a stop, but I think we're all agreeing that stomping counts in this thought experiment. Stomping does count. Possible, yeah. though, I'm going to stomp earlier. into the blowhole, and I got the great blue whale, which means I win because it's the greatest living creature on Earth. I don't know if I could really fucking argue with this one. Wow, I didn't think I was going to come up with the W on this, but it looks like I have. I think that I mean because we can't get any bigger. <laughs> nope. And I need a tank just high enough where their right. blowhole is right. one just, leg length really, submerged. Yeah, I need a very right. special condition. Yeah. Because if he rolls on his side, I'm going to drown too. 
That's true. So you need but, just a tank that's big enough and wide enough for the blue whale to be in there. And right. basically the only place for you to go is on top of him. Or if I have scuba gear. Scuba gear. Now you're getting into restraint territory. Now we can restrain anything. Restrain okay. Gorilla. Give me okay. a scuba okay. tank. Okay. Even the okay. playing field, I get a scuba tank. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll fight him in the ocean. I just need a scuba tank, and i got to find a way to get my foot in his blowhole. I don't think you're going to kill him in the ocean. The hardest part will be getting to find his blowhole. I don't know exactly where it is. Listen, it's there on the top guy was having a sex with a dolphin and wrote a book about it for like a year. And, I mean, if that's possible, you could do anything. Well, wasn't that woman, that woman scientist <laughs> yeah. that had like these pet dolphins and she got like in trouble because she was like jerking them off and fucking writing about like, like trying to get them sexually stimulated? She got into all kinds of trouble. I don't know. Just look up dolphin jerk you know, off I'm lady. And like sure something you read in Penthouse, I think. <laughs> it's a Penthouse forum. Yeah. Reality well, section. Everyone dresses yeah. like dolphins and lines around her house. Right. I just, <laughs> I'm not buying a blue whale, Dan. I mean, maybe go a little. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm still. I think it's a foolproof plan. You, you drown it. It is a good plan. As long as I get scuba gear, which I think is fair, because, you know, I'm and in the ocean. we drop you off in the, amongst a pot of blue whales. Right, and I don't want to hear I'm using technology, because you guys aren't fighting naked, are you? You're wearing clothes and shoes and shit AI, like that. I have steel-toed boots on, man. I'm kicking okay. the panda so steel-toed boots. Give me my scuba gear. Flip-flops. I'll give you scuba um, gear. I'll only kick, I promise. I'll kick right into that blowhole. The thing stomp on him more and yeah, yeah. he and then, he basically drowns or whatever, and I win. Now can he just come up and breathe through his mouth, or no? He, I don't think they drowning. can do that. Right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they need their blowhole for. To, to We're gonna find out. Put it that way. If he if he pulls that move, I'm in trouble. I'm just yeah, well, I'm just going for a ride, stuck in his blowhole forever. You just shoot Until it out. Tank runs out. Flying in the air, fifty feet in the air. That is something to consider. Here. How much he, force? Can he blow out that blowhole? How much blow does blow, blow out of his blowhole? That's a great question. Bobby, where and then, are you? Uh, probably enough for Dan's leg. I mean, I don't even know how big the blowhole is and, you know, how, how tight the... We're know, talking about the whale, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay. I'm kind of lost here, to be honest with you. All right. Thinking yeah, about the dolphin buff? There's enough pressure to blow you out. You're not getting your shoe back. Chris, you look up some facts for me. Diameter of a blue whale's blowhole and the force of the uh, water it shoots out. A blue, whale, a blue whale, their blowhole alone can reach up to 20 inches in length. You ain't stepping right. on it. Wait, hold on. 20 inches in, in diameter? If I bulk up a little bit and go down to my thigh... All the way. What's my? Well, that's probably like ten inches. See, or now something. you're almost Both legs. That's a double stop. A double stop. You're not getting out though. I'm doing you're a double stop now. Yeah, but he's you're dead. Gonna, you're gonna be and stuck I win. in there. I got it. Scuba gear runs out of air, then you die. So well, he might float up to the top once he's dead. I guess it doesn't matter if you die after because the, they, they always wash ashore too. I get to ride him home on the beach. They'll be like, oh, look, there's a man crawling out of that dead whale on the beach. I'm trying to find how much pressure is released. If Pinocchio can survive, I can. So it says here, the water can come out at 200 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) This is a problem. This might be the flaw in my my, uh, plan. I think you might want to go with a smaller marine animal with a blowhole. I'm going to practice practice on like a porpoise, maybe a beluga whale. Yeah, yeah. beluga oh, whale. Move beluga up. whales are too stupid. You can definitely fucking step on him. Yeah, and that's bigger than a panda, so you still win. Yes, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, 200 miles an hour, you'll be fucking flying off in the air. What a nice ride, though. What a Seriously. To see. Yeah. It's all air, too. It's not even water. They blow air out of there. So, yeah, you're in trouble. Start with a, a porpoise. It probably porpoise. smells horrible, too, that air. Um, you I wouldn't want to get caught in that. Drop a newborn child uh, down a blue whale's blowhole, and they will not get stuck. <laughs> oh, that was my that was my secret plan. I was going to bring a baby in there. <laughs> babies in it. Let's see how you do with this baby stuck in your blowhole. <laughs> Put a baby in your blowhole. Fucking <laughs> 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 shove a baby down there. I I'd like it. to borrow my nephew for an afternoon. I'm going to take him to SeaWorld. <laughs> And shove him down a blue whale's blowhole. And once what he you... come out, he just, the whale opens his mouth and the baby's just sitting in there. <laughs> Drop him right through the blowhole. I love it. All right. So Tony's got a chicken. Bobby's got a deer. I got a panda. Dan's got a blue, <laughs> a blue whale where he needs scuba gear. A baby. Maybe. Maybe the baby. I don't know. I'm still not buying the blue whale. <clears throat> I think you got to go a little smaller. You you set up the time and place, and I will show up, and I will do All my right. best. All right. And the scuba gear. I have to learn how we'll to start, scuba. I don't know how to do that. We'll start with Tony and the chicken, because that will be probably the easiest to do. And the tastiest. Um, like he said, he's going to cook it up after he's done. You're going to cook for us after you kill it? Everyone, all of us have to eat, cook our animal, prepare it smoke after we Mine kill it. will last the rest of our lives. I hate venison. Venison? You don't like venison? I'm, I, I'm, I'm guessing panda takes like Chinese. I don't know. That would be We're awesome gonna if it did. We're going to find out. So, yeah. anybody have anything else they want to add on this show about hockey? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the off season, isn't it? Really fast, Chris. What about these these rule changes in the NFL? This kickoff thing going on, man. Okay, well, uh, we're going to talk about the kickoffs real quick. All right. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, there. I don't no know. Longer. Tell me all about this. What's going on? Well. They are no longer allowing – so when you have a kickoff um, in the NFL, so if I call for a fair catch and I, I catch it on the 10-yard mm-hmm. line, then my team right, starts right. at the 10-yard line. Right. Where a touchback is if the ball goes into the end zone or you yes. know, then I start at the 25. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying there are no more fair catches. Anywhere you catch the ball behind That's the 25-yard line, you move to the 25. Now you can take it out if you want, but any fair catch – that you it's basically that free out to the 25, and then the if you can make. Now, what's the and idea behind this? What are, uh, why the are they making this change? Because they're saying the NFL says that they're, through their research, they find that there's like 13% more uh, concussions and head injuries during uh, kickoff. I was going to guess that than yeah. any other uh, part of football. Um, so they I are didn't realize away. that. Now, I have a, a couple of problems with it. First of all, there are certain guys that are on teams that are just kickoff specialists. They play special teams, and now you're going to say basically any receiver who can just catch the ball because there's going to be a lot of teams that will just be happy at starting at the 25. Yeah. So, you know, it's not going to really matter. Um, and then when do you do it with punt returns? Because punt returns, they're not doing it, but kickoff returns, they are. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it if it – 
really does help with the head injuries, then okay, I guess we can see where it goes. I still think you're going to see a lot of guys taking this shit out, though, um, and and not really right. caring. But you are because it doesn't, it, you know, on a play where they want to go out from the 25, there's no less risk of head injuries there. They're just saying they're going to kill all those plays where a guy's trying to get from the 10 to the 25. Right. And and so yeah, I mean, if you catch it at the one yard line, I kind of like that. Then just take the knee or call the fair catch, and you can move up to the twenty five yard line. Because chances are, if you catch it at the one, you're not getting past the twenty five. You know, right. very ninety nine yard touchdown runs and kickoffs don't happen that often. So right. I, I mean, what do you think of it, Tone? I don't like it, but why? You know, I'm like, you know, I'm really I have to. Hey, I, I mean, this is, this is why I feel like an old person is. I always. I am set in the old ways always with a lot of these games, like sports. Like, I was really, I really hate them putting the man on the second base and all these things, you know, baseball. Like, um, I got to go to a fucking baseball game next week. I'm not even looking forward to it. <laughs> it's, it's a job. I got to go to God damn it. A bunch of guys got us tickets for fucking Yankees White Sox next Tuesday. It'll go fast, though, Chris. Those games are flying. And I, I keep on wondering how much money they must be losing because – on beer, like selling beer and stuff like that, because think about it. So what is the? I know. I think at the Trop in Tampa, it was cut off. Was at seventh inning. I think it was seventh right. inning. You couldn't buy beer anymore. So what do you do now? The fifth inning? Why not just the seventh inning? Because it goes. Yeah, so probably keep it the seventh game, inning, right? but so it's still a lot less beer. Two and a half hours. Because we used to run what four hours, Bobby? You would say the average usually. I think they yeah, said that three, now. Three with the rules, it cuts out about an hour to an hour and fifteen a game. Is what I said on that. I heard on average is what's being cut out with the new rules. Wow. Um, but 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 back to the the kickoff thing with the the football. I mean, did you guys see how the XFL did their kickoffs this I year? I don't remember that. No. It, it was pretty cool, actually. They had so nobody was allowed to move until the the receiver caught the ball. So you would have your guys lined up, you know, uh, at midfield or wherever. Okay, so uh, not with the kick. They, they, they wait till it's received. Yeah, so you had, cool. you, had you know, your, your guys, your receiving team, you line up at, like, I don't know exactly what yardage it was, let's say around midfield, and the other guys are starting, like, at the 20, right? And they kick it from the 20, and not until the ball is caught, and then everybody just runs and it's kind of suspenseful. It's like a it's it, like a cavalry rushing or something. And you get a lot more point. yardage out of it too because you know you're you're kind of because now the other way is once the ball is kicked, everybody just rushes. So the two lines are meeting, uh, you know, pretty much at like the midfield same or time, yeah. Line, and now they're meeting uh, further upfield, so you can get more yardage out of it. An um, offensive line, I guess, can protect a lot better there. You yeah. know, when they have the time to set up like that. You know, and before I don't the... think it has the same problems with head injuries because, like I said, you know, your receiver has a lot more time to run. It's not like the automatic collisions and stuff that I guess that they're they're getting in the NFL. That they right, because you're basically like kind of blind. You're catching it and you're blind to your a surroundings. That's where the guys are getting clipped yeah. because the ball's and... coming down the same time the opponents are yeah, crushing Yeah, guys are on you like that. So, yes. I mean, I, 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 I like kickoff returns, and I just I think that – you know, if it really does, and here's the other thing too. From what I've read too, the NFL, this was Roger Goodell, like the other, the ownership and stuff. They were not asking for this, uh, but I guess the heat with head injuries in the NFL, he's not willing to fuck around with any of it. So it's like, if this is going to help, let's just make it at the 25. Um, you know, for the longest time, they were always like, "Don't change anything because that admits." Yes that you have a problem, and now you're open to all those lawsuits from last year and a year before and a year before that. Right. But now I think like that cat's out of the bag with all some of these lawsuits that came through and some of the specials on it. 
So that like we're in an era where they are trying to remove that from the game. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how well you can do that from a game like football. Yeah, I mean, it, it's football is tough to change a lot of these rules and stuff. I mean, I, if you're going to fuck with anything, I guess kickoffs is, is okay to mess around with the. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. kickoffs. So I mean, uh, I Tony, you think this is the beginning of a lot of changes or no? Well, sure. I mean, you know, everything changes now. All the sports are changing. Um, Say one change I'm happy about. I think I don't know because it's. You hear about Tom Brady got part of the Raiders ownership now. A yeah, so, yeah, I read that. So I'm excited about that kind of. I mean, uh, we need we need a big change as a Raider fan. There needs to be a lot of changes on that team, and I think I don't think Tom Brady would take a sinking ship on. I don't believe, but uh, you know. Well, he's not. No, he's he's a small team. part of. He's a yeah. big kind of small part of it, but I mean. I think there needs to be a lot of changes in the Raiders' office, so I think it's a good sign. I, you know, I mean, I've always Brady's been a kryptonite for the Raiders, you know. But uh, and now you got, you know, Vegas is uh, now becoming a huge sports city. I mean, yeah. the A's are moving there. You got the Knights, right. you got the Raiders, um, and apparently the fan base is huge. They love that team. The Raiders should be doing, and in that division too, the Raiders have to do a lot more to keep up. It's, it's just that simple. San you know, Diego's good the, now. You know, they've been good the last couple of years. I mean. The Chargers are a hell of a team. And, you know, Kansas City, you got the Raiders, you got Denver, who's going to be a lot better this year, um, I, I think. So, but that'll be our NFL preview show that we do in, in later in the summer. Yeah. You know, on the surface, I'm not a huge fan of it because I think what happens sometimes in sports is you take the, the territory of the playing surface for granted. I mean, that's just as, you know, integral into the game as anything else, especially in a sport like football where these kickers are trying to, place it in the corner or bury you behind a five-yard line, that sort of thing. It's, it's kind of like in hockey, right? There's a penalty for an intentional offsides versus an offsides, you know, where, where the face-off's going to be because the territory is important. So um, I'm not a fan of it. I would almost even think it'd be better to just say everything's a fair catch because if that kicker is so skilled that can keep plotting it way back there on the one or the two or the five, then that should be an advantage to the kicker. Um, yeah. But I get it for the head contact stuff, so I understand that, like, things need to change. But kind of like Tony, I'm – Listen, most of the sports I grew up watching, I just didn't, I don't really have a big problem with all the rules, like that they keep changing, you know, and I know hockey was even slower when we watched, you know, but I yeah. didn't have a problem with it. Well, because um, it was all you knew. Just change and adapt, you know, but you, this is, it does seem like they're taking away skill sets. That's um, the thing. And I've lost interest like in baseball, Bobby. I admit, I've lost and, interest and, in baseball a little bit. Like, I'm still a Yankee fan, but man, it's just not, there's so many changes, so it's just like too much. Almost. It's a lot. It's a lot I do to take think, Back to the kickoff thing, I also think, and I haven't heard too many people talk about this, but when I was thinking about it when it first came out, I think you're going to see a lot more squib kicks. I think you're going to see a lot more kickers putting this thing on the ground and making you field it from the 20 or 25, and you know, then, okay, there's no fair catch. That ball hit the ground already. You do a squib kick, you have to catch it. You have to run it out. Um, so I think you're going to see a lot more teams doing that. So That's interesting. Yeah, see how it works out for the first year or so. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. When you look at the hockey rules, I wonder if this generation who've come up with the rules that we have now, that many of us were kind of initially against, but we're kind of accepting the new NHL, but there's a lot less interference allowed, etc. For means for allegedly a lot more offense, and I, I think we've seen that. But can you imagine growing up in this time and seeing the rule changes going back the other way? I wonder how they would like it, you know, going back to a more defensive game. They they might not like that. I wonder. I don't think they would. I think, you know, people want to see points. That's it. They want to celebrate goals. They want their teams to score a lot of points. And, Sports you know, wide, yep. Yeah, that's what they want. So, mm-hmm. all right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to go barbecue. 
Everybody, yes. uh, enjoy the rest of your Memorial Day weekend, boys, and we will be back on later on this week and talk about our Stanley Cup Finals. All right. And we're the Uncle Puckers. Check us out uh, anywhere that you get your podcast. Like us. Uh, give us a five-star. It really helps to grow this podcast and get our name out there. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. We're on Twitter, Instagram. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Um, for Chris, Dan, Bobby, Tony, we are the Uncle Puckers. We'll see you when we see you. Puckers out. Peace. Peace.